Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Dan, uh, I got a got a little tip for you for this, uh, I don't know, ep- episode number three or 23 or 30, 103. I don't know what episode it is. Uh, sit back, pour yourself a drink. Uh, Dan's going to do the next uh, next five minutes of show topless. <laughs> Does that mean I chipped in or I got an ace or what? <laughs> I don't know. Just, just take a shot and then, uh, then we'll go from there. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see how it goes. Um, so we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, hey, once again, the WM Phoenix Open. I guess they don't want to call it waste management because it's kind of sound. It's kind of sounds trashy. Maybe it's a trashy I, I, event. It's a trashy event. It is, it, it's, <laughs> well, I, I do hear it's the greenest event on grass, but uh, I, I don't know how many people I didn't hear say. Well, pretty much all of them. Even when even when the word waste came out of their mouth, they never followed it up by management, and they immediately immediately corrected themselves and said the WM Phoenix open championship. Mm. So I guess waste management, uh, I don't know. They probably hired a consultant or a consulting firm. It's probably on somebody's shirt, somebody's hat, somebody's bag. And they probably said, Hey, listen, PGA tour, uh, Charlie Hoffman told you already, if you don't get your shit together, we're not going to have a tour here any longer. So quit calling it waste management. Start calling it the WM Phoenix Open. Uh, that way we can kind of build, uh, we, can, we can get the crowd base built back up, which for what it's worth, uh, what a fun event, man. That, uh, that they know how to do it right at TPC Scottsdale. And congratulations. Uh, he's a breakthrough moment for Scotty Scheffler, his first career tour victory. So congratulations to him. I don't know. Are the floodgates opening? Is is this something that, uh, did, did we just need Scotty to take down the killer himself? Patrick can't lay in a playoff to, uh, to get to where he needs to be in the professional golf ranks. I, I don't know. What do you think? I didn't see him coming from behind to, to win, you know, um, he was kind of lingering there or whatnot. He didn't have a good opening couple of days um, or didn't have a good opening. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. He had a decent opening day. He shoots a 68 Friday was a 71 follows yeah. it up with a 62. Maybe that may be the lowest round of the tournament. Um, but yeah, that 62 on Saturday definitely put him, uh, put it, put the, uh, put the trophy in his sights. Yeah. And um, I, I, I don't. Yeah, sorry, I cut you off. No, no, it's 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 great that he finally won. Everybody we up saying that this guy's the one guy, one of the one of the guys out there who hasn't won yet that deserves to win. Is going to win a lot. He's going to have a great career, but he just hasn't kicked it off, hasn't started. It was good to see him happen. I, I, I when he went to a play with with Patty Ice, I was like, oh boy, here we go again. I I I, I can't lie. I did start flipping over. As as exciting as it was, uh, I thought the narrative had already been written. I thought the ending was uh, kind of already in front of us, like that cheap horror movie that it's like, you know, no, 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 don't get out of the car. Don't get out. You know, it's, it's like, Oh, okay. Well, we know how this is going to play out. And, uh, and he holds off, right. I yeah. mean, um, what, you know, three strikes and Scotty Scheffler 
Uh, Scotty Scheffler defeats Patrick Cantley in uh, in a playoff. So congrats to him uh, again. Great tournament. Uh, I thought it was a fun round on Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the the low round that came out of that, but uh, you know Patrick Cantley uh, opens up with a 67, 66, 68, and a sixty seven. So uh, you know all subpar rounds. And um, yeah, I I thought it was uh, I, I thought it was well, well. We'll talk about whose it was for the taking who almost um who almost closed this thing out wire to wire but uh but yeah i i thought for sure it was it was going to be cantley's day and he was uh, he was going to put on a notch in the belt yeah well you know the golf elitists out there it's going to take patrick cantley winning player of the year and his second fedex cup for them they say he deserves the first one <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's true that dude is freaking good and so many people last year are like oh Rom. it was just roms he was rob rob was rob rom was rob rom was rob and like okay <laughs> all right all right so here hold, hold on I, I don't i don't mean to cut you off again actually i do mean to cut you off because uh, I'm you actually watching. I'm, not, I'm, I'm actually watching you. I'm watching you. I'm watching you record this show. Uh-huh. Uh, and and I, I'm if you can, if you'll start crying, if you'll work up some tears for me, you can put your shirt back on. Put your shirt back on. <laughs> but oh. if hey, no water works, keep it off, Dan. We're, we're going. You're going topless for the rest of the show until. <laughs> until you work up some tears for me yeah. because holy shit was Sunday. Mm. I mean, it's like, man, the waterworks were, I mean, between the Super Bowl and the gala and, uh, Scheffler. I mean, it was like, uh, and, and I guess, I guess, uh, I don't, I don't know if I saw any tears. Like you can't really see tears on Instagram when it's the written word. Right. Yeah, I think if there would have been a video, I think we would have saw some tears out of Hoffman too. Cause boy, was he crying. Oh, there you go. You brought it all together like a professional. <laughs> <laughs> if it's, if it's anything that we are not on this show, it is professional. Mm. So I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. So let's, uh, let's start with the gala. Uh, by the way, then to mention, uh, X-Man sneaks in there with yeah, a T3 as well. So, uh, that's, uh, that guy is just, he, he's lingering, man. I I think, I think, uh, I think Shoffley's the one that's kind of, uh, he's on the bubble, man. He's on the bubble for a, for a win this calendar year. So we'll, we'll see where he winds up. But, uh, Tagala, uh, I mean, man, talk about, uh, showing off, uh, gets in in a, uh, sponsor's exemption, 66, 64, uh, shoots a 69, which kind of keeps him in there on Saturday. And, uh, yes, uh, one under 70 on Sunday to, uh, to not make it to the playoffs. So, uh, I, I almost had a tear worked up for him. Uh, I didn't quite get there. I hadn't had enough to drink, but at this time of the night, I was saving myself. So I at least made it to halftime during the Super Bowl, uh, which I did, by the way. I, I know you might be surprised, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. So, so was this a, was this a breakout, uh, a breakout star performance by Sahith Nagala, or was this uh, right time, right place? And, uh, you know, he just uh, had the juices flowing. Uh, no, he's got the pedigree. He's he's 100% going to be a, a star on the tour. He reminds me a lot of, um, people say that he reminds him of a little bit of a Scheffler with the, the feet moving and all that. He kind of reminds me of a Tony Finau, like he's big and tall, right? Really, really lanky yeah. and tall like that. But I guess the swing is more more a different way. But no, he's he's definitely got got it, man. And, and he's going to be around. So it was great to see. Um you know what? Here's okay. Let me stay on. Let me stay on him first, and then I, I want to pivot real quick. But 
first off with him. Don't, don't pivot too fast. I've been drinking. I don't want to lose oh, you. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, it's hard to go out there and compete with these guys. He was starstruck on Saturday or Sunday when he's like, oh, my God, I'm playing with Shoffle and with Brooks Kepka. De- defending champion, <laughs> two-time winner, Brooks Kepka. Otherwise, I mean, otherwise that- known as Bruce Cupcake. <laughs> 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 but yeah, he was starstruck. And then he's like, I got to compete with these guys. Here's my idols, you know, and all that. So, yeah, I mean, in the emotions, we've seen the emotions on the PGA Tour. You know, a lot of people have been saying on Twitter over the last, you know, day or so. So, so great to see that compared to like, you know, Bryson DeChambeau and Phil Mickelson and their money bags and everything else. And we've seen the waterworks on the PGA Tour before. Jordan's done it. I mean, a lot of guys have done it out there. It gets really emotional. It does, people do it in tennis all the time. Um, and he's just another one of those guys that's just got the passion. And I, I see him as a rising star for sure. And I'm not, not going to do the joke that uh, is a 100% just right there in front of you with the Tigala. <laughs> <laughs> uh, be- before we get there, before we get there, uh, I-, I agree that it's emotional. Uh, I've se- and-, and not just the PGA Tour, I'm talking golf in general. I mean, I've seen you on the golf course before. Mm, I cry a lot. <laughs> yeah, I've, se- I've seen you on the golf course and, it- and those aren't tears of joy either. So uh, yeah, it's- it-, it is definitely tears of defeat. So I, I know exactly what that man was going through mm-hmm. uh, in-, in-, in those trying moments. Cause I've, I've had to, uh, I've definitely had to get you a little hydration in, in moments of need on the golf I course. I did when, notice uh, real quick. I did notice he was wearing a, uh, the corn Ferry logo on his shirt, which I, 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 saw. I assume he's being paid to do. Who's the first player that's going to wear a Saudi logo on their shirt? Uh, mm-hmm. On the PGA Tour? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know that that's allowed. Uh, I, well, I don't, I, I don't think, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't, you tell me they can't advertise anything. Like, I mean, who was it? Uh, who wears the Major League Baseball on his shirt? <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Charlie, Charlie, what, what's the... What, what's the uh, I don't Char- Charlie, uh, he's gonna, he, yeah, he, he'll, he'll give us a load. That's a good, what's a good point. Do they have to be approved by the tour and the logo so they can wear? Well, obviously it wasn't the corn fairy tour shirt. It was corn fairy, the company, right? That's like, what are they know. like? A, they're, they're a crypto. Yeah. 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 It, it was, it was corn fairy, the company. Uh, it, well, at least as I saw it, I, it's I, not I quite as good as it used to be. <laughs> not true. Not true. Um, so that, that's the way I took it, that it was corn fairy, the company, which by the way, I think that, well, yeah, because that was the first time I've seen a corn fairy advertisement mm-hmm. on TV that I can recall. And, and they actually did have uh, a corn fairy, but I, I'm wondering if that has to do with some of the other, uh, you know, contractual language that's in the, uh, that's in the advertising space that doesn't allow maybe some crossover for uh, not saying that the corn fairy can't advertise. I'm just saying, does is CPMG or some of those other, you know, financial institutions, you know, was it, was it struck out? I, I don't know what to, uh, maybe, uh, maybe the tour will send us over their, uh, their contracts or CBS or NBC, whoever golf channel, I'd pick one. Maybe they'll send us over. We can, we can take a peruse through if we need some light It'd be interesting. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and are there going to be more people coming, coming on board? Right. So, yeah. Now, that was a fun, a fun tournament. Way to kick it off, man! What a great field! And then we're going. We got a better field this week, man. We got a great field this week. But before we get to that, Damn. before mm-hmm. we get there, uh, so I, I want to, I like, I want to talk about number sixteen. Okay, I, hope, I was glad you. I'm glad. Hope you. I was hoping you were going to go there because you know we have opinions. We have you know we are golf elitists here. You know like, <laughs> we do not like the shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I believe I'll, I believe I'll refresh. Uh, uh, 
Speaking of shenanigans, uh, by the way, I'm sipping on uh, Old Fourth Ward's Bottle and Bond. This is a uh, in it that's I think you can only get this in Georgia, by the way, uh, I, I believe. But it is widely distributed. This is uh, Corners Fine Wine and Spirits. They're up in like the Duluth area ish. Uh, they've been doing a great job with their picks. Uh, I loyal, loyal fan of my friend's bottle shop. But every now and then when I'm driving by heading to the golf course, I, I make a stop just to see what everybody else has gotten. Yeah, this bottle and bond by Old Fourth Ward is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I don't, I forget how much it costs. Maybe it was like, uh, I don't know, seventy or eighty bucks. Might have been a little more, under a hundred for sure. But uh, bottle one fifty five, barrel number seven. So keep up the good work, corners. Uh, good, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, or good pick, I should say. Yeah. Uh, okay, number sixteen. Which in, one's this? In, is that the par five? Uh, well, before that, before oh, okay, that, okay. Well, the, one, the one before that, the one before that. So there's a, there's a few things that kind of throw me off a little bit. So mm-hmm. number one, and, and I get it, the WM, you know, it's, it's all about the recycling. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever, have you ever been to the tournament, you ever been, been to that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it's, it's a great tournament. It's a fantastic golf course. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, we're we, we on 16. We're on the par five, 16. Quit going deeper. Um, and, 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 you know, I, I get it, but they were talking about how, uh, which to me, I mean, kind of sounded dumb, but I mean, they were, you know, and, and I, by the way, I think this coming weekend will be one of our last CBS broadcasts for a while. I, oh, really? I believe hmm. I, I think they're, I think they're falling back into the, uh, kind of the basketball world. And I think we're going to have to see a shift in some things anyway, uh, back to uh, number 16. So they were talking about how it took them, I don't know, the four or five months to build and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and in everything that they build, it's going to get recycled. Now they said recycled, they didn't say upcycled. So I don't know if that literally means, I mean, are they going to take the metal and burn it down and scrap it, or are they going to take it and turn it into mm-hmm. something, you know, upcycle it and put it to better use somewhere else. I don't know. I don't care. I'm, and, and Hey, I'm, I'm all about, uh, uh, you know, fan of fan of the environment. I, I love it. It helps us as, talk about uh, what we're talking about today, which is golf and liquor. But I don't understand why you would take four or five months out of the year to rebuild something that you're just going to tear down and rebuild again. And, yeah. and as a, as, as an amateur that might have an opportunity to play out there at some point in time, uh, hopefully I'm speaking for others. Mm-hmm. I think I'd like to play it. I mean, even though there's not going to be people there, I think I'd like to play it with the atmosphere. I, I think I'd like the, like, I'd, I'd like the, you know, all the, uh, I'd like everything to be there. I don't know why they don't build that into more of a permanent structure. Maybe you don't have leave everything. Maybe you take part of it down. And, and I know it kind of goes against the fundamental rules of golf and, you know, being open to nature and all that, but I mean, shit, it's what, what's the difference in being at a tree line course in North Carolina where you got, you know, you got shit around you anyway. I mean, look at Augusta at, at number 12, right. Where you, You've got, I mean, you can't see anything except for the, the green, right? I mean, you mm-hmm. got the azaleas, you got all that, but it's not like you're peering out across the vast land of, uh, of, of Scottsdale across the desert and you're seeing everything that's, you know, vast and beyond. I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I think that that's a little, that I don't think that's a really good move that they tear it down and build it back. And I think more importantly, I think for the us's right for, for the wees that could show up and play it in that, without the fans, but in a tournament esque 
ambiance that's there. I mean, I, I think there's something to be said for that. I, I think that's a that's a feel good thing. So and and maybe it's a well, if we do that, then what else, what do we do next? And where does it go? And when do you stop? And all that. We want to break it back down. But it's got to be a lot of wear and tear on the course. All that building and the construction. Also, I, I could see a lot of positives as to why you would leave it up, including from uh, someone you know just showing up for a you know Tuesday round out there. Uh, but and and but again, if they're recycling it, whatever they got to build it anyway i guess they're sticking with the theme of uh of, of the you know waste management uh you know kind of what what they do right and, and helping helping to be a, a greener place so, yeah I, I don't, don't i don't understand why they they tear it down if it takes you know like between four and six months to build it I, i'm with you leave it up i think it's uh it's become part of the the, the tournament it's part of the course and yeah 100 yeah, percent. unless it, the it, course doesn't want it there which i don't know yeah because you know, the tournament doesn't own the course right so yeah. No, I, I know. And there's probably some maintenance Get that comes crap along off here. <laughs> I know. Right. There, there's probably some maintenance that comes along with having it there as a, as a permanent, you know, a, per, a stationary, uh, a fixed item on the golf course. So I, I'm sure, you know, we don't know the financials and we don't know all the details behind it, but it, it just seems to me like it's a, a big waste of time, at least leave it up for a couple, two or three years and then, then redo it. Think about what you could do with that money and, and, and put it back into the community versus mm-hmm. community. Versus tearing down and going, okay, we're not done with 16 yet. Hmm. We, are, we are not done with 16. So what's, wait, and I don't, golf, that's one, I know where you're going. I do as, not as, have any replays as, of Adam Scott playing it. I'm sorry. I don't have any replays. Well, he, he, he got booed. He did, oh, he did, did he? He, get booed. he did get booed. Yeah. He missed the green. I think he bogeyed on Sunday, so he didn't get any positive action. But I'm like, out of all the people that could have taken their shirt off. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking. Out of, all the, out of all the people that could have taken their shirt off, it's like, Adam, what, I mean, you could have taken your shirt off out of frustration that you made a fucking bogey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, you, you could have, you could, you, if what you wouldn't have been celebrating necessarily, but it could have been, you took your shirt off in disgust. I know. For bogeying 16 in front of all those people. Help out the tour, Adam. Grow the game. Grow the game. <laughs> Grow the game. So, uh, so two things, and, and I'll let you take off. Mm. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about both of them. So, one, let's, let's talk about the, uh, let's talk about the disclaimer that the PGA is now going to have to post before every tournament on <laughs> brief nudity. Brief nudity. And number two, uh, let's talk about uh, Charlie Hoffman wants to bitch about rules. Let's talk about safety of the players. How, <laughs> how, how safe is it when you've got, I don't know how many people that thing holds. Let's call it uh, 10,000 for shits and giggles. Oh, right? At least, yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's like 20, but let's call it 10 j- just for argument's <clears throat> sake. 10,000 drunk people chunking, uh, chunking, chucking full cans, half full, any that chucking cans of beers at you while you're playing in a professional golf tournament for millions of dollars. I feel like there were so many, so many, um, rule violations that were broken. I mean, I go, go to another event and chuck a beer can at a golfer and see what happens. I, I, I'm, and I'm not saying it wasn't fun. I'm not saying it wasn't cute. And I'm not saying that those people didn't laugh. I mean, they were probably like us. They were so damn drunk. They didn't know if they had a good time or not. It's like, I, it's like, I think I was there, but I don't really know. After I blacked out, like, the, you know, the, the, uh, you know, at, at eight Oh five, I don't really know what happened after that. Other than I woke up with puke on my shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, that so beer, that switcher. <laughs> exactly. That's why it's this color <laughs> beer cans, beer cans getting chucked, 
or or the uh, or, or the uh, uh, what's the what's the movie? Um, uh, what's the what's the McConaughey movie where he's the dancer? And, uh, oh, like, Magic Mike. Not Chippendales, but yeah. Magic Mike. Yeah. yeah, was it the magic? Uh, was it the big magic moment that got you or is it the beer can chucking that got you? Well, on the other hand, to quote the movie, this podcast and show has been founded on you're paid to play play. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And if somebody wants to go and respond, uh, leave a comment about what movie that is from. And I'll send you something. I'll send you some samples or balls or a sweatshirt. I'll send you something branded that we've got. If, uh, if you want to leave, leave your handle on Instagram or Twitter or wherever you're at, uh, you can, you can leave, it on instagram if you want to uh birdies underscore bourbon and uh, I'll, I'll get something back to you mm. uh, dm us however you can get it to us we'll, mm. we'll get something over your way i mean so, so it you know people they were it was really a lot of controversy on online if you know is it good for the game is it bad for the game is it too much is it you know over over the thing is, is it classy or does it, you know is it needed and hey it's a tournament that the WM's been doing for a while. Um, am I a little concerned? Maybe it's continuing to elevate its status and get more aggressive. Maybe they're not throwing uh, octopuses out there. That's a good thing. Well, it's like, early, <laughs> like, it's like early. hockey does, right? So there's that. Um, yeah, there's gonna be no, an I, octopus just, next year. <laughs> where, where do you get an octopus at? Then? I, don't, I don't know. In Phoenix, I don't know. How, how, do I keep, how, do I keep, how do I keep it alive until it's time to throw it? But um, but I think it is good for the game in that it does. You know, each one of these events is there to showcase something. And we've talked to plenty of the tournament directors about how much they give back to the communities and everything. And I think that WM doing a good job in terms of what they're trying to represent, uh, the rowdiness of the crowd and everything. It's, it's just appealing to a different audience that, you know, the masters is not going to appeal to. Yeah. I, yeah. Do that shit at the masters and you'll be on a, you'll never, <clears throat> you'll never step foot back in that place again. I mean, you can take a cell phone in and it rings and you're already on the list. Yeah. You, you go do something like that. So I, I get it. And, and again, I don't give a shit though, whatever, you know, what, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying, I, I think that the awkwardness of it, oh, and, and, and notice I said awkward, not inappropriate. I think that I think that in the mindset that people are in when they're doing something like that, I think that's the part to where you're, you're allowing. Can I be, can I just, can I be Frank the rest of the show? Yep. Can I be Frank? Mm-hmm. Don't forget. Don't <laughs> call me Cal. Can I be Frank? <laughs> no, but I, I think that you're allowing a bunch of drunk people to make, make a judgment call. And, mm. and I think that that's where I think the gray area, and it's going to be fine until somebody chucks a full beer can down there and, you know, but pop somebody in the head with it. And now you got, you know, it's, I'm leading the tournament and somebody hit me in the hand with a head with a beer can that was full. And when they asked me why it's going to hypothetical, by the way. Uh, but when they asked me why I threw the full beer, I'm like, Oh, well, I, I, cause if I threw a, if I threw it open, it's going to spill. He doesn't know what I put in it. So I'm throwing a full one down there so he can pick it up and drink it. Yeah. It's like, well, he, boy, he, he may not pick it up and drink it. I'm like, well, I mean, did you see those guys at the Ryder cup? That's they, what they I was were, thinking. Yep. They, they, yep. They, were, they were drinking beer. And I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying it's, there's a very thin line as to, what I'm allowed and not allowed to do. And as it pertains to what happened Sunday at the, what should we call it? Uh, I, it's a thin line, man. I, um, I think, I, I think you have to be very clear on what it is. 
I'm with you. Uh, I think that they probably do need to do some safety precautions in terms. Maybe 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 net it off to where the cans can't actually come onto the green. I don't think it's kind of cool. It's not cool that they can come onto the green. You know, um, yep. and you don't you don't see at the Ryder Cup. You don't see them throwing the stuff at the players and stuff like that, right? Uh, we don't even see that at NASCAR, <laughs> right? Yeah, so, no, so, your ass is out of there. You, yeah. I mean, th- I, I think throwing stuff on the field while it it looked cool and everybody was having a good time and it was all fun and games. It's all fun and games until somebody gets their feelings or themselves hurt. Yeah. And, and then you've got an issue. And I think that that's again, and, and I'm never the voice of reason. I just think that that's one that there's too many, you open up too many occurrences because what's to stop me next time from, from chucking a, a glass bottle of liquor. Cause they, they damn sure got liquors in those suites up there. Yeah. I don't think they have glass, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, absolutely, they do. No, they got special Ab- bottles and stuff. Usually, that stuff at no, these tournaments is no, all in they, plastic. No, they do not. No, they do not. Nah, oh, you're talking well, about the I, actual bottle that the people are pouring it out of? Talk and and yes, I'll agree that there's bartenders in there that are actually pouring the liquor for people. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. But I mean, what's good? What what's stopping somebody from reaching over and grabbing a bottle of uh, a, a bourbon and like, hey, you know, fuck this, I'm up in the game, man. Well, I don't I don't drink that, beer. I drink that, bourbon. That is off limits. You do not throw bourbon. Well, unless you're throwing it back, that's right. But, that's right. But, but, I, but I'm just saying, it's vodka like, all day long. Well, okay. So what what what's stopping somebody from throwing a bottle of Tito's at here? What, what Please is he? do. He's, uh, <laughs> I know. Right? Make sure it all spills before it gets there. But I'm just saying, what's what's stopping what's stopping somebody from chucking a bottle of uh, yeah. I don't even know what he drinks. I'm not a I'm big with you. I think I think that as fun as it is, it needs to have some some. Um, Safety precautions, some, some, um, you know, rounded corners on it. Yeah. Rounded corners. There you go. Guardrails. 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 Uh, oh, so, okay. So, uh, so I'll get off of that harp. Uh, that was no, I no, I, no, but you're right though. I mean, it's, it looks fun until somebody gets hurt. I think they need to rain it. No, and, so, somebody... and I will say the other thing that, you know, like last year, with Phil at the PGA, that got a little dangerous as well. Like, right. With them all huddled up around him. Yeah. I mean, Kepka said that yeah. people were knocking me down yeah. and it's like, that's, you know, and, and that's one of the fun. So here's where, here's where it potentially goes. Right. I mean, it's not there yet. And I don't know that they'll ever get there, but again, uh, alcohol flows pretty freely. Uh, th- there is no NFL rule, right? I mean, now you go to a football game and what well, you're cut off at the end of the third quarter and you, and you ain't, you ain't drinking during the fourth quarter. You're, you're cut off. No more booze, right? Because I don't uh, incident. I maybe it's a baseball game. I, there, there've been some horrific incidents where people have, have hurt themselves because they couldn't manage themselves accordingly. And, you know, and, and that's not, and I, I take that back. I think they do shut off the booze at a certain hour, uh, at the golf tournaments. I, 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 I think I remember we were at Quell hollow and I believe they did cut it off at a certain time during the day. N- nevertheless, it's if you're allowing people to self-govern, well, that's an issue because people can't govern themselves. I mean, you. I mean, it's like me falling out of my fucking chair. Just right listen here. to this show. <laughs> it's, right. I mean, it is, it's like it's like hey, I, I, I'm totally fine with falling out of my chair. I'm I am governing myself. If I fall down, it'll be fine. But when you're there, it's a public event, and you know the lawyers get involved. I mean, there's just there's, there's lots of things that could happen, and it, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of what happened. Cause I don't really recall this happening in the past. Maybe it has. I don't recall it to this degree. I've, I've definitely never said, I mean, I've seen, well, so, so let me ask you this one. Mm-hmm. So Harry Higgs, 
uh, flashing the crowd. Joel Damon uh, taking his shirt off and twisting around his head like a helicopter. Uh, or uh, was it Billy Horschel that took his pants off and got it? And uh, I think it was uh, I think it was a guy from Sweden. I can't remember the guy's name, but he took his pants off and he hit in the took his shoes, socks. Yeah. But he had his underwear still on. But he, so I don't know. I mean, is that is that different exposure than I mean, then, and this is this is coming from a tournament, by the way. This is coming from uh, an outfit no pun intended, that you can't wear shorts during a professional round. Well, I'm going to regret this, but for a minute there, I thought maybe it was the new Adidas sports bra, bra ad. <laughs> we just got, we, hey, what, hold on, do you see all those pings coming in? We just got, we, we just, we, yeah. We're, what we're going to, Kurt, we're going to need you back. We, we need an attorney immediately. E, immediately. We're going to need an attorney. Uh, all right, we're going to, that, 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 by the way, did come up. Uh, this weekend in Atlanta was absolutely fantastic. Got two uh, two rounds of golf in. Weather it hit almost seventy. So uh, yeah, and and that actually uh, the uh, attorney friend that I played with, he actually brought that up. And and uh, I'll I'll save the comments for uh, some in person chit chat about uh, what what was going on there. But hey, ever ever yeah. Yeah, two, Fun two event, good event. Uh, great Scotty Scheffler, uh, Cantlay. Man, that guy is insane. It's insane. He's he's insane until Scotty gets a hold of him, and uh, Scotty just taught him a little lesson there, man. Ooh. He outlasted him. Yeah, I mean, but I do think they got to switch the thing up a little bit. I mean, eighteen on a repeat yeah. is a little. I think it's number one as a fan, as a viewer. I think it's boring. Mm-hmm. Number two, I think I already as, as I don't. I don't want to call myself a um, a uh, uh, a professional golf viewer. Uh, I think I watch a lot of golf, and I try to read a little bit into it so we can have a somewhat educated conversation in this. And I think with those guys hitting as many balls as they do, they've already been there pregame the course. They've got a roadmap laid out where they're going to go. I think I think you got to mix that up because again, I think there's a lot of okay, he missed the fairway. So now I'm just going to hit three wood and or he hit it in the sand. Okay. I'm going to hit three wood and I'm just going to lay up all I need to make par now because he's put himself in jeopardy. Um, hit it in the water. Okay. Well now I can lay back, you know, I'm going to hit long iron, you know, I, I can actually make bogey here and I'm still probably going to win the tournament. So I think there's some things that, that probably could be adjusted there. But again, I mean, they're running that tournament, not to say that they're running it loose and the Thunderbirds do a fantastic job out there in in what they're doing and, and great cause, great things that they're doing for the community. I just see, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Dan walking up Grant street drunk one night. I mean, the shirt could come off. You never know. (laughs) Never know. Uh, Good stuff. All right. Now we're going to take it up a notch, right? We're going over to uh, the LA open. I don't know. Are we ready to go there yet? Yeah. I, I want to talk about Hoffman a little bit. All right, more. talk about Hoffman. Go ahead. I want to talk about Hoffman. So this is a guy that's on the – he's on the players' directors committee, right, or uh, whatever they call it, the players' advisory board. So this is actually a person that was elected by the players to speak out for the tournament, or for the players, not for the tournament, but for the players that play on the tournament, that fund, and, and that's the draw for the, for the PGA Tour. 
I thought he handled that very unprofessionally in in the sense uh, in, in in the sense of what he does and how he did it in making in in the post and the way that he's in the way that it happened. Uh, I didn't write down who it was, but somebody responded back. Uh, who was it? Blaine, maybe that responded back and said, um, uh, "Hey, don't hit it in the water, and you don't have to worry about that. You're a professional." Ooh. So, so that's I mean that, that's a good burn, I think, mm. and, and and a true statement. Um, <laughs> I, I think that number one, uh, obviously, I mean, there's a, I mean, not even to play on tour, just to be a PGA professional at a golf course, and you've never played on tour, you still got to take a test. There's a test you got to pass. There's rules you got to know. And it's like for him to say, well, I thought they changed the rule. That's what kept me off the and, tour. And oh, 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 they did. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> but it's like it's a it's a thing called reading. If you stare at the letters long enough, eventually they'll turn into a word. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, but I, I think that it's like, well, you, you can't. It's it's it, it, it would be like a caddy saying, eh, you probably ought to hit five. You're like, eh, I think I ought to hit six. Nah, eh, you better hit five. Nah, eh, you ought to hit six. And I'm like, OK, I'll hit the five. And then I, I blow, blow it over the green. On 17 into the water. And I'm like, damn it. I knew it was a six iron. And it's like, well, you got to know your yardages. And and I think the same is, is said that you got to know the rules, man. You, you, how are you on the player advisory? And I, it, it's not really a dig. I'm just making a statement that if you're on the player advisory board, how are you out there contesting a rule? That's not a rule. No, I'm sorry. A, a rule. You're contesting something, a rule that you thought had been changed that hadn't been changed. And we know what kept Cal at the tour. Uh, <laughs> no, you're 100% right. I mean, it's it's definitely strange because he's on the council. The other thing, too, is it didn't look good. He was touting that Saudi tour thing and then Phil and, and, and Bryson was, it, or egging him on. And, uh, and he's doing this at a tournament where he's the ambassador for WM. He is the brand ambassador for the waste management. And it's like, dude, like that, I mean, there were so many things that went on, you know, and then he's like, Hey, I didn't do this for the PIP exposure. Uh, you know, didn't do it, whatever. Well, let me tell you what Phil did. Phil absolutely said, I support you for the PIP exposure. Number one. And he did it for more Saudi, uh, invitational money. Number two, Mm -hmm. Bryson DeChambeau, a hundred percent. That dude said they offered me 135 billion. I'm tagging on anywhere that it's probably in the contract. Anywhere, anything, and anywhere, mm-hmm. anywhere, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere on social media where you see the Saudi, uh, the Saudi league reference, you must respond. And he's probably got it set up so in his little cachet that. He's like, oh, got to, got to get a response out there. So it, again, it, it it is what it is. I don't think that I, I don't know that it, it, it carry. We're talking about it, so I guess it carries some water. I, I don't know. I don't think it carries water long term. I think it's all short term money. And uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's th- this is roulette to me. I mean, it's red or black, and and you drop it down and see how it goes. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I thought so many. I thought there was a lot of. Not that we're classy, but I thought there was a lot of unclassiness. I don't think that's a word, but I'm going to use it uh, to kind of how he went about that. And, and he made the cut anyway, and it wasn't like he was going to win the tournament. So I, I don't know. I, I think it was uh, WM probably their PR person probably pinged him and said, uh, hey, here's what I got for you. Just post it. 
Mm-hmm. He probably didn't even say it. He just said, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, Set seven more figures and uh, it's going right up. Exactly. Going right up. Because exactly. he crawled back and apologized <laughs> to, to Monahan and said, you know, he did, I don't know if it was an <clears throat> apology, but it's kind of an apology. So yeah. anyway. Yeah, interesting. You don't see that from Charlie very often. So, yeah. No, you didn't answer. You didn't answer. Higgs or Damon? You're going Higgs or Damon? Higgs or Damon? What was the question? Did I Higgs, miss one? Higgs. Higgs or Damon? Higgs uh, or Damon? I'm going to take a pass. <laughs> <laughs> not very inclusive, Dan. You're not being very inclusive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you were, you could have said both. I oh. don't discriminate. Yeah, I don't discriminate. So, yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, all right. What, what else? Uh, did you get any golf in? It was nice up your way. You've been up snow and all that stuff. Did you get any golf in over the weekend? No, we went down to the Wrightsville Beach on Saturday with, with the dog. We did that. What did you do? I did. I played, played golf and drank a lot. I tried to, uh, I'm trying to get my liver, um, pickled. Mm. I thought, you know, and I think I'm close, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm trying to get it to that point to where it's kind of that, you know, it's uh, you know, it was, so the beach, you yeah. know, how you find the, you, how you find that, that piece of wood mm-hmm. that's, uh, it's like petrified, but it's still floating. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like, and it's like, damn, I wonder how long that thing's been in the ocean. And it's still a good piece of wood. Mm-hmm. It's what I'm trying to, it's what I'm trying to get my liver into. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, I, th- I think, uh, I think I've got a head start. I think I've got a good start. Yeah. I think I got a good start. I think so too. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. I don't know. You're ready to, uh, yeah. you're ready to go to the, to the land of, uh, the land of lights. I am. Um, so uh, by the way, what, what were you driving this week? What'd you, what'd you, what'd you drive? Did you drive one of the safest vehicles known to man out there to, uh, to the, to Rex I did not drive a Genesis. No, uh, well, I was just wondering, cause I, I hear they're pretty, I mean, the things, the things a man will do to get a little, uh, get a little PIP money, huh? Exactly. Uh, just just saying and I, I watched a couple of interviews i did well we'll get into that in a minute so yes we are heading to we're heading to the la open ladies and gentlemen for what was formerly known as the la open we were heading to the genesis invitational 2022 uh can we call this tiger woods event now i guess it's his event right it was talking about how you know that the uh the champions dinner <laughs> And, uh, you know, sitting beside, uh, oh, you know, some man. of the, some of the folks there and what, you know, you know, no, uh, no, I was just looking at this. I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, Patrick Cantlay is like, I can't get no respect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he beats John Rahm all the time and he can't get the pricing, man. God, uh, don't go there yet. Don't all go right. there yet. Hold no, on. I was just shaking uh, my head. So, so the Genesis Invitational at Riviera Country Club uh, I, I think it's going to be a good one. I, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I think we said it last week when we were talking about the, uh, the, the waste management Phoenix uh, WM Phoenix open. Mm-hmm. I think I'm always going to like, give it like a full on name. Now I'm going to call it the waste management Phoenix open. Ooh. Uh, all right. So here's, here's where we are. Uh, it's, uh, you know, I think this course is not going to, I think it's going to play a little similar to what we just experienced at, uh, at TPC Scottsdale somewhat. The biggest thing we're going to see is all the elevation change. Uh, and there's a lot of it. Uh, so Riviera country club, par 71, 7,300 plus yards. And when I say plus it is due to the elevation change that happens and there's plenty of elevation change that's going to go on. Uh, this is an invitational, uh, I guess Tiger Woods sends out the invites himself. So guess who doesn't turn it down? 
most everybody. Oh, actually, actually, let me let me reframe that. Guess who does turn it down if he got an invitation? Who? <laughs> oh, Brycey. Oh, he did turn it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he he made a statement. He made a statement, and he said uh, he hates to uh, something to the effect of paraphrasing again. We're not professionals here. Uh, he said he's uh, apologetic, or he hates that he's going to be missing this fantastic golf tournament at one of his favorite golf courses. He is a California guy, and I'm imagining he did get an invitation from Tiger Woods. Uh, there will only be 120 players in competition this week. We're going to take. Take the 65 best in ties. Uh, we're going to be putting on Poa Greens, or as Dan likes to call it, Kakoya. That's right. And uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, so some of the previous winners uh, last year and back to uh, Max Homa, Adam Scott, J.B. Holmes, Bubba Watson, Dustin Johnson, Bubba Watson again, James Hahn, and can I say it a third time, who Dan, who Dan hit a lick on this week, Bubba Watson, mm-hmm. three times since 2014. So here's the one thing I would say about uh, about Riviera when either you're making your bets or you're setting up your DraftKings picks. There, there's there's two key ingredients I think to uh, to a lot of the champions at the Genesis, the LA Open, or Riviera. It's left-handed golfers tend to fare very well there. And three, three, maybe three. three. I getting it wrong. Three. I think there are three. That no, 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 no. no. It's not three. I've, I've totally gotten that wrong. But left-handed golfers and Masters champions, left-handed golfers and Masters champions always, always tend to fare well here at Riviera. And when I'm kind of digging through that, uh, multiple left-handed winners, Phil Mickelson, Mike Weir. Uh, We'll talk about another one in a minute, but uh, Tiger Woods, Adam Scott, Bubba Watson. Uh, So I I think there's something to be said for left-handers and master champs at Riviera. Um, yeah, I've killed that enough. So, uh, let's, uh, I, I don't know what else to say, man. It's, it's going to be a fun tournament. Uh, 10 of the top 10 players in the world are going to be here. I think 10 of the top 20 players in the world are going to be here. It could be, a, I think it's a bigger number than that. Uh, nevertheless, uh, I mean, this is kind of, I mean, last week was a star studded <clears throat> event, if you will. This one, even more so. I think the only guy we're really missing is that, I mean, that you would look at the leaderboard and say, I mean, Tiger's there, obviously. We're only going to see him uh, on, uh, how long do you think he's going to spend in the booth on Sunday, Saturday? 30 minutes, maybe. Ooh, you want to, you want to go, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 45. You want to take an over and under bet on 45 minutes? I'll go under. Yeah. Ooh, I'll take that. And uh, I'll let you know the bottle. So Tiger, Bryson, and Berger, not there. Uh, Berger's not there. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, but no, but all the top tens in the world. Are yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, you were yeah. saying some of the best players in the world. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, no. I think it's going to be a fun event. I think uh, you know. Again, I mean, I think Riviera really pulled a number off there, and um, uh, getting Tiger to uh, to host the event. 
And what do you think? What do you think that sets him back? What do you think it sets him back? Do you think he's a, a stakeholder in Riviera Country Club? I don't mean as a member. I'm saying probably get some free access to cars. Ooh. <laughs> what, uh, where I'm from, that e- lawyer called up again. Where, where, I'm, where I'm from in East Tennessee, they used to call that the demolition derby. <laughs> just, just saying, just saying. No, okay. he probably gets a stake in the tournament or something. I don't know. So maybe, or maybe they give him charity money for his charities or something. I don't know. You know, they could like so, some of the proceeds could go to the Tiger Woods Foundation or something like that to, for charities. I don't know. I don't, know. Yeah, I don't know how it works. Probably, probably all the proceeds. Mm-hmm. All the proceeds. Maybe when we get that contract, we'll find out. Okay, let's go, man. So uh, here we are at – wait a minute. I'm looking at 2022. Uh, let's head over to our friends at FantasyNational.com. That's where we get all of our information. And, yes, I did cash last weekend. And uh, I think that for one reason that we're probably going to see – more six of six lineups this week is because we're down to 120 players versus uh, 165 typically. So, and we've, we've got a pretty small field and where we sit, not, not a small field, but I think the collect collection of golfers that could rise to the top of this golf tournament. Uh, I think we're going to see them here. So here we go. Uh, let's start our, at the our lineup last week did real good. I, I'm telling you, man, it did better than some I did on my own. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the $10,000 and better range, we could call them elite golfers, even though there are only five golfers at 10,000 and better. And there are a lot of other elite golfers in the field. Uh, Dustin Johnson, who we haven't seen in quite a while, Colin Morikawa, JT, Patrick Cantlay, and uh, what'd you call him? The goldfish, the goldfish himself. <laughs> Uh, who's who is three hundred dollars higher? The golden ranked, goldfish. The golden the goldfish. Gold, <laughs> he is ranked three hundred dollars <laughs> higher than the person sitting at eleven thousand dollars, who is ranked number one in the model. Patrick Cantlay, John Rom. I don't know where you go. I mean, I feel like so. Hold, John Rom, Phoenix Open, T10, Farmers, T3, Amex, T14, T2. I I mean. It, he's got to be there. However, he did get beat in the putting contest this week. Once again, once again at the waste management open. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Cantley cannot get any respect, you know, uh, the guy's been on fire, but they've both been on fire, but maybe should, maybe they should both be like $11,000. Patrick Cantley, Phoenix open two. In a playoff, by mind you, mind you, Pebble Beach T four, Amex nine, Century four. I mean, I, those numbers. If you average them out, hands down, hands down. How many players of the? How many FedEx Championships has John Rahm won? FedEx Cup Championships. I don't think he's won any. Nope. Um, if you average out their last five starts, uh, who's who's well ahead? Who's well ahead? Can't lie. I, I, I don't, I mean, I get it that John Rahm is still ranked number one in the world, but are they starting to just, it is, is the number one ranking in the world starting to lose some credibility? Look at Cantlay's numbers. Uh, you're oh, looking at past. Tw- so past we're on fantasy. Na- mm-hmm. fa- yeah. Fantasynational.com past 24 rounds. Looking at the numbers, Patrick Cantlay strokes gain total. Number one, John Rahm three off the tee. Okay, John Rahm won 
Cantlay, six. Approach, Cantlay, 49. Approach, 15, John Rahm. Around the green, I think it says 54. And Cantlay's uh, 25. I, I don't know. You give me strokes gain total number one. You give me strokes gain putting number one. We, 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 I don't know if we're giving it a fair assessment or not. We may need to go back and kind of, we, we're not going to do it on this show, but I think a fair assessment would be to go back and dig through and was it any particular course and anything that's happening. I'm just saying, if I'm looking at a guy that's bitching about a putting contest, that's lost, that's lost, that hasn't won tournaments based on uh, somebody else winning the putting contest, uh, I, I don't know how this fares, Dan, on is so now that we're going to be putting on POA, is it going to favor John Rahm in that everybody's going to get an unfair, untrue line to the hole? Or is it going to go the other way that uh, the man that is ranked first in strokes game putting? I mean, he's and, and maybe I'm blowing it up, right? I mean, it's like two, two and a half strokes gained separates first from uh, 13th. Yeah. So I, I, you know, maybe it's out of question, but it would have been out of question. And we've already, what do we, what do we have two or three playoffs already this year? So I mean, I don't know that one or two, that two and a half strokes seems pretty fucking important to me. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with these guys. So those two guys there, I think pick one, right? They're, they're both so good. You can't go wrong either way. Um, surprisingly, Dustin Johnson, $10,000, 200 It's a little surprising to me. I see 10 4 but yes. 10 2 uh, 10200 for Dustin Johnson. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was looking at Morikawa. Uh, $10,200. Uh, well, we haven't seen him since the Farmers, T25. Uh, he's actually got the uh, – I mean, as far as recent results go, he probably sits at the back of the pack, which is probably why he's at the bottom of the elite well, I'm range. I'm just saying, but, should he be 10000 or should Victor Hovland be in this range? Didn't Victor Hovland just miss a cut? Yeah, he just missed a cut. Like the first one he's missed in how long? And how many tours has he just won? Like how many tournaments has he just won? Like in the EU and everything, you know? Yeah, the guy's been on fire. I think he deserves to be in the ten thousand dollar range. Well, we'll let you talk to the moose about this because uh, <laughs> I feel, feel like uh, I feel like you got I feel like you got a little weight around here, and uh, I feel like it's something that uh, that needs to be addressed. Okay. We'll, we'll 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 get the moose on, and we'll uh, we'll address this. I'm just here. To, I'm just here to protect the the people that are going to be placing some bets in Fantasy National or or, uh, what a, or DraftKings. What a- what a, well, okay, so let's let's stay in the ten thousand because I got a lot to talk about. And I know you got to uh, you got to go dip those strawberries. So right. being this right. Valentine's That's Day, so right. uh, where where are you going? Where where are you heading in the ten thousand dollar? Dustin Johnson. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm starting with Cantlay, man. That guy's floor or so, yeah, the floor is just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, he has got to be steaming. He's yeah. got to be steaming. So Patrick Cantlay uh, at the Genesis Tiger Woods Invitational Golf Tournament. When are they going to change it from the Genesis to the Tiger Woods Invitational Golf Tournament? That's the next question. But mm-hmm. Patrick Cantlay, T15, T17, T15, T4. We just told you what he did in recent results. I don't know how you can go wrong there. And that guy is a killer. I don't see him really get hot under the collar. I don't see him blowing up like you see Rom and some of these scenarios and firing off stuff. Um, I, I, I can't argue with you other than, other than I go to DJ and I see T8, T10, T9, T16, and a win in 17. 
I, I, I think I'm starting. I'm going to roll, which I say I'm rolling the dice. I mean, everybody up here is heavy, 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 heavy chalk. Mm. Everybody's heavy chalk up here. And I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you got to go somewhere. I, I literally, I mean, if there was a five-sided coin, I'd probably flip it. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd probably go there. Oddly enough, Kala Morikawa yeah. is, is the, he's the low man on the pole. That's where I here. was going to go. It's like, why are we, why is he at 11 five in terms of projected ownership? He's, he's second know. cheapest person in this range. And the guy's a killer. Look at his T five, T seven, two. I mean, these are great starts I, as well. And, and I think he'll be, I think he will navigate this course just fine. In fact, uh, Oh no. I don't know why I've lost him. Does he pull out? Is he so? Is he here? Um, well, he's a. Oh, he's well, he's never played here before. That's why. That's that's what. Uh, he should. Uh, that's weird. I'm, I'm looking. A, I'm, I'll I, take a look. I'll take a look. I, 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 I got to refresh. I got to refresh. I'm, I'm looking at a different. Uh, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at a at a, at a bad screen. Bad screen. Not he was T forty T forty three last year and T twenty six the year before. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if I'm, if I'm leaning somewhere, uh, I, I think I'm going DJ and Cantlay. I mean, that's probably, and, and that's, and so is everybody else. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I, I think those are probably two, two good, uh, two good places to start. I don't know if I'll put them in the same lineup if I'll, or, or if I'll direct elsewhere, cause you got a lot of good people in the $9,000 range. So, yeah, I'd agree. Yep. hundred percent. Okay. Uh, am I fading? I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, you got Justin Thomas missed a cut here, uh, 21 and 22, but then you got a second T nine T 39 and a uh, recent form on JT is. A T eight okay. at the Phoenix T 20 at farmers T five at century third at Mayakoba. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, not, not nothing to uh, nothing to argue about there. Uh, all right. So so where are you going? Who who are you starting with, and and what what direction are you heading in the ten thousand and better? I know we get a lot of stuff to cover. I, I like Cantlay. I think he's a killer. Um, and I, I'm with you. I'd probably say. I mean, just to based off of history and just DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I was picking on. I was picking. I was picking on him for being above 10,000. We haven't seen much of him and the history is great here, but I mean, just, there's some guys that are really hot right now. I thought probably could have been in this $10,000 range, you know? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. All right. 9,000 and better. Uh, give me, uh, give me a couple of plays. Well, uh, yeah. Give me, give me a couple of plays and, uh, who's the fade. I mean, look at Hovland. Like he missed the cut last week, like you said. First cut he's missed in a long time. He's coming. Back, he was coming back from over the um, in Saudi, right? When they played Saudi the week before, mm-hmm. either that or a DP tour. Which one? Which one it was? I um, think it was the Saudi Invitational. Okay. T thirty at Century one, one Mayakoba T eighteen CJ Cup T forty four Shriners approach. He's seventh in this field. Last twenty four rounds. Twenty third off the T. Twenty eighth in, in uh, shots gained total. Uh, I like him here. Uh, I like Cam Smith here too. He's at 9,100. So you can save a little bit of scratch there. Uh, missed the cut at the Sony first at the century RSM 14th, uh, fourth, 15th at Houston and T nine at the CJ cup. So I got a couple of questions for you mm-hmm. <clears throat> given in, in your, uh, in your unprofessional opinion, unprofessional and biased opinion. Mm. 
Uh, I want to comment on a lot of people. Uh, I mean, I, I think that you could actually start in the $9,000 range and, and field three of those guys versus two of the guys in the 10,000 better. And, and you might fare better. Uh, Hideki, uh, that, I don't know. He still had a good showing last week and uh, obviously it went on tour, but, uh, but so Xander is on the cusp. And I don't see Xander really melting down like some of these other guys are melting down. Um, Roy McElroy, we hadn't seen him in a minute, but you got a miscut last week. I'm, I'm sorry, miscut last year. T5, T4, and T20. And I don't know, 21, you know, I mean, new kid, and I, I shouldn't, uh, you know, uh, a new addition to the family. And so I, I don't know what to take from that. I don't know where that's at. But to me, the lower tier of the $9,000 range. So two people that I want to talk about specifically, you already talked about the others. Did you, did you see what Tom Hoagie did last week? He was up there again. Yep. A- after, after the win, right? Mm-hmm. And Hoagie, by the way. He's uh, not $9,000, range. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm just using as, as a point of reference, as a point of reference. Uh, I'm talking about in, in recent form, uh, shit, I dropped it, but I, I do want to talk about recent results just for a second. And, and I, I know, let me make my case. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me make it to, uh, let me make it to Hoagie. Uh, so recent results for Hoagie, he is not $9,000, but recent results T 14 at the Phoenix one pebble missed farmers second at the Amex. So that's a guy that's had three out of his last four tournaments have been T 14 or better. And he just showed up at Phoenix in an extremely challenging field and shows up with T 14. So where I'm going is at the bottom of the nine K range in Brooks Kepka. And he finished T three last week. And I know he was a defending champion. And I, I guess, you know, maybe it's the, the, the starstruck, the moonlighting, whatever Kepka's is doing out there that kind of gets him off. But at the Genesis, you've got a T38 and a T43 in 21 and 22. Is, I mean, could we take something out of what Kepka did last week? And is, I mean, do you think he wants to show up at Tiger's event and kind of like get it done? I think that Brooks Kepka for the longest time, had majors that were propping him up in the OWGR and he hasn't won one in a while. And that one thing, as much as he loves the majors, it's really pissing him off how much he's dropped in that. And that's going to cause him to actually pay attention to some of these events more than he has in the past, because I think he liked being in the top 10. He didn't really care about, you know, the, the non-major events because he was winning a couple of those things or whatnot. But now that he hasn't won those in a couple of years, I think that you're going to start to see him pay attention to these events. Yes. And, and that's where I'm going, right? Is is, is it like, is this becoming a, uh, I'm going to, because it, I understand what, I mean, we all understand what a major is, but but really it's a mindset, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you, you can treat any event as you want it to, as, as you approach it. Yeah. And, and, and a win is a win is a win. And if it, it starts to work on a different outcome, I don't know, is there something there? Is there something not there? I, I think I like a little bit of Kepka here, yeah. just just from the fact that it there could be something. So and and as I referenced Hoagie earlier, so Scotty Scheffler, T twenty, T thirty, twenty one, and twenty 
is it too much to expect a uh, a, a T5, a top five out of out of Scheffler at this event? No, no. I don't think so either. And, and, and if it, you know, depending, you know, I think it depends on the person that's, 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 that's picking and making the bet. Uh, you know, uh, most people are going to be like, well, the chances of you following it up with something that's, that's going to be, you know, something respectable is, you know, making the cut, obviously, I mean, that counts, but something that, you know, if you follow it up with something that's, uh, that's, you know, you, you, now you've got me some points and you're scoring, then, I, you know, that that's a maybe I, I don't, I like everybody in the $9,000 range. I don't know. I would say start for me this week at $9,000 all the way to John Rom. I think you got to start at the bottom of the list and you got to work your way up and figure out who you got money for. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, 8,000. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't long ago that, that Willie Z was in the ten thousand dollar and better range. Well, and, so, and I think he's mispriced because if you look at the last two starts. It's t- it's second at the Farmers and it's sixth at the Amex. So he's not like he's been playing bad. I just think he's mispriced. I mean, that's why he's got twenty percent projected ownership. Like, holy cow, who, who the hell put him in him eighty eight hundred bucks? You could put him at ninety seven hundred, and I'd be like, okay, that's that's about right. Still fair. Yeah. Still fair. He's definitely going uh, in lineups. I agree with the twenty percent. <laughs> So obviously, Spieth had a rough week last week. Uh, I mean, he had some good rounds, but you know, he didn't fare well overall in the tournament. Made the cut, but uh, I don't know uh, who. Where are you heading? Uh, I, I know where I'm heading. And so, are you surprised to see Willie Z at twenty percent and Bubba Watson at eleven? Obviously, we're uh, you know this is on Monday, so we're re- real early on where this is going to be. Three-time champion Bubba Watson, left-hander, Masters champion. Maybe I'm building too much into uh, into the statistics, but I don't know. Statistics is a thing. So hey, I played him last week. I like Bubba. He's he's actually uh, uh, in good form right now. I think he's he's a definite play at eighty-five hundred for eleven point seven percent eleven point seven percent projected ownership. T fourteen last week. I Who's my one and done? Um, and he's played. He played well at um, the Saudi event where um, HV three won. He was. It was close. It was almost going to go into a playoff there. And I like him. I like Sunjay. I like Willie Z. Yeah. As do I. I think again. I'm looking through the eight thousand dollar range, and I'm like, who am I skeptical about? Do you know? Uh, actually, I Burns. don't know, man. I think Finau could get here. I think, I mean, Burns, he was in the, he was like, uh, wasn't he second to in 2022? Yeah, he was, but he's, just, he's just, I don't know. I don't know if he's hurt or something. He missed the last two cuts. Uh, I understood. I would just say that there's something to be said for, uh, I mean, this is another track record, man, that, uh, um, I agree. Yeah. I like him here. I just, uh, third, yeah, third, and tw- third and 21 T 23 and 20. Uh, Max Homa, first, T5, T37. Adam Scott, T38, first, and T7. I mean, it's... Uh, you can get I, one more down. You can get one more down. Uh, Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. T5 and T30. Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. yeah. And he's been rolling uh, he, it well. Rolling it well. Look at this. Look at Phoenix, T10, Pebble, T6. I mean, this guy is playing good golf. And he likes hard courses. Uh, yeah, totally agree. Uh, totally agree with you. Yeah, I think that. I mean, if I'm leaning towards a couple people here, well, I'm I'm not leaning towards a couple. I'm leaning towards a lot. Again, I think this is one of the hardest picks that we've had. What, it, this is one of the hardest fields to pick all year. Uh, obviously, it's a condensed field, uh, but I, I think that there's there's a lot of good 
course history here. There's a lot of good recent results here. And yeah, this one's going to be a challenge for me, man. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Sunjay ranks out third in the model mm-hmm. rank. So I, I don't know. I, I'm probably leaning uh, at 8,600 and 8,500. Those are probably my two picks out of the, the $8,000 range in Sunjay and Bubba Watson. Maybe, maybe one of those guys are my one and done this week. I like Willie Z and I like uh, Fitzpatrick. Uh, $7,000 range. And actually, wait a minute here. Um, Gooch as well. I saw, I thought he was in the 7,000, but I, I would not count him out as either. I wouldn't count him out. I, I didn't, uh, the numbers were pretty favorable. And I think they were like 40 to one or something. I, I didn't take that. I, I don't know. I mean, good, good track record here. Decent track record here. I should say, I mean, before, before I get quoted on that and we get a nasty gram. Uh, not that we're going to get one, but in case we do, uh, yeah, T12 and T10, 21 and 20. So, yeah, th- there's something, yeah, yeah, yeah not, not to say, and yeah, and, and he's playing really good. So, yeah, yeah. all right, $7,000 range. Uh, where are you heading? Cause I, I, I've picked, I put a few lineups in and I've had to play a lot of $7,000 people. Why have you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think you can go wrong with uh, with Russell Henley. Rank, model rank six in this field, uh, seventy nine hundred bucks, eight point nine percent projected ownership. T thirty three at Phoenix, T fourteen at the Amex, second at the Sony. He's playing good golf. Um, what, do you have his recent history here? Or? Uh, I do on Henley T thirty eight, T seventeen, and T forty four. So yeah, pretty good. Uh, so made made cuts yeah. all day, all yeah. day. Where are you starting? I mean, it's, uh, so I got to dig a little deeper into the, uh, I'm going, I'm picking a lefty man. I'm starting at $7,100 and Robert McIntyre. You like Hoagie too, right? Uh, I do like Hoagie. Uh, I'm, I'm going to stay on the train. I think I'm going to ride the hot hand and, uh, oddly enough, I'm probably going to go right above, uh, right above him at 7,100, just so I can save some money for up top. And I'm going to go Adam Hadwin at the Genesis T26, T26 and 75. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I like if he makes the cut, I'm good to go. So I'm probably kind of going down that road. I, I think there's lots of other directions you could go. I don't know if I'm getting on the, uh, Thigala band list yet or bandwagon, uh, just, just from the sense of, I don't know how he's going to handle the, the rebound, but just, to, that, that just, uh, that was the, uh, Patrick Cantlay torpedo. Yeah. Uh, what I do think is, uh, just a couple other guys, if I could mention, uh, I already mentioned had one, uh, out, uh, Nor- uh, Norin played pretty well last week and he's T12 and T59 here. So that could be some action there, but uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Just, uh, just for the sake of time. But, uh, no, but my two guys bottom of the pot. Oh, you know who else I was a little surprised about? Where's he at? He's in the $7,000 range, which Kevin I was surprises. No. He doesn't play no, bad no, here. Nothing, no, nothing against. Nothing against. Not. Uh, where's uh, is he out? Who are you looking for? Oh, I got him. Patrick Reed. Yeah, where is 70, he? $7,400. Oh, uh, didn't play last year. T51 in 2020. And I, again, 
you know, I, I think that this is, I, I think off the tee is going to be important. I think distance is going to be important. Uh, but I think approach shot and putting and, you know, and, and if it takes a couple people out, I mean, it may put him back in from the sense of, you know, he's going to be able to scramble and, and score and get in there. So I, I don't know that that's a, maybe, I don't know what his ownership is going to be, but, uh, you probably have it in front of you, but that, that may be somewhere oh. I go just, uh, yeah, hold on. Just, just because 3.8. Yeah. So, I mean, at $7,400, I may go, I mean, I've got some Luke list in there. He's going to be probably double digits. Uh, McIntyre and Hadwin, they're probably going to be double digits. I would expect. Yep. Yep. So I, I may sprinkle in a little read here and there just, uh, just for the sake of Luke list is probably going to be, I may have mentioned, just mentioned him. Hoagie's probably going to be double digits. So those are kind of the obvious ones. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, uh, and I don't know, maybe a little, maybe a little Sergio here. Mm. Who are you liking? Oh, uh, I thought we went over, I went over it already. I said, um, who don't you like? Hmm. I like Hoagie. You, I like Hoagie. I mean, there's a lot of people I don't like down here. So, uh, are you, you put you put a little Frankie Molinari in there? No, he did. He played well here last year, right? But no. T eight. Yeah, I like Henley. I like I like Henley. I like Nah, and I like Hoagie. Yeah, and I, I, I'm I'm with you with with Reed and some of the other ones you said too. Yeah. All right. So, six thousand dollar range. Yep. Who you like? Uh, Charlie Hoffman said, uh, as long as there's not a rules official, he's in, <laughs> uh, you know, I think KH Lee's been on a little bit of a hot streak. Mm, so that's, that's a maybe, uh, well, two out of his last three, he's missed the cut, had a pretty good showing at Phoenix T five in 2020 at the Genesis is Joel Damon. Uh, Matt Kuchar, I've got some, uh, I got some cooch sprinkled around in there. Missed the cut last year, but T2 and T28 uh, the previous years. Sebastian Munoz, I think he had a pretty good uh, pretty good WM showing. I got to stay hot with Scott Stallings, man. He's been on a heater. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Playing uh, some Stallings. So yep. I got Stallings and Rogers, and that's probably where I'm cutting it off at. Uh, not to say that there's not a lot of good stuff down there, but I, I got to kind of stay focused as I keep drinking. So, oh, um, uh, let's see. What did he, what's he done? Uh, he missed the last two cuts, but he was T25 at Farmers, T29 at the RSM, T29 at Houston. Great approach. Yeah. 12th in the field on approach here. You know? I just don't know. I don't know what's happening that he's missed those cuts. Yeah, I know. I know. Hell of a ball striker. Yep. Uh, Doc Redman. Uh, he's making his day. Uh, not his debut, but he's showing up uh, this week. He's got a uh, not a good PGA track record here, but uh, wasn't dynamite on the bag for him there for. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah, for the AM. Yeah, so maybe, uh, maybe something there. Um, yeah, I mean, lots, lots of different direction. Wyndham Clark actually plays really well here. T8 and T17 and 21 and 20. So yeah. right, let's do a lineup. I got to go. Yeah, I got to start dipping these strawberries and uh, drinking that whiskey. Mm-hmm. Where are we starting? Uh, uh, Give me somebody in the $8,000 range. That's a lock. 
Mm, hold on. Uh, uh, Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson. Got him. Why don't I get, get my little deal pulled up here? And you want, do you want, um, you want to do a little lefty kind of thing? You want, you said you wanted, uh, oh, yeah. McIntyre? Yeah. Uh, yeah. McIntyre. Okay. Yep. Now we got a lot, uh, we got a lot, we got a lot oh. more money spent. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I know. I, I want to go, I want to go, uh, I want to go lefties and master champs. So, okay. well, there's another, there's a, there's another $8,000 masters champion mate. In the eight thousand dollar range. You want A Scott? Of course. Okay. Uh, we got a lot of money to spend. We we have to we have to shuffle on this one. Uh, okay. All right. So let let's go up top. Okay. Let's go at let's go. You want to go? You want to pick nine thousand or ten thousand? I mean, you could pick them both. I'm saying you want to start at nine. We don't have any lefties or masters champions in ten thousand dollar range. So I guess we got one. We got we got we got we got one. We got DJ. But we got DJ. You want to go DJ? He plays well. Let's go DJ. Uh, well, and don't forget just because there's not a master's champion, I think there's also something to be said for something that plays well at Augusta, Yeah. yeah. uh, which I'm, I'm staring at a guy that's $9,100 in the $9,000 category because it's $9,100. All right, let's go Cam Smith. And now we got a, you want to go KH? Uh, or, or you, you want to, you want to roll it and you want to go Damon. He fits in well down LA. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying tops off, baby. Let's go Damon. <laughs> All right. You want to? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, I like, I mean, course history is good. Recent results are, I mean, not horrible. We've left a hundred dollars on the table. I don't think there's anything scary about that. And I, I don't, has David ever played the Masters? I don't know. But hey, he's good. He's good. We'll stick with him. Yeah, we 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 fought. We have faltered at the end of the end of the run. End of the run. So, uh, all right. So uh, one and done. One and done. We'll get to some fun stuff in a minute. I know we've been chatting for a minute. Uh, well, multiple minutes. Uh, one and done. Dan, congratulations, sir. Oh. Uh, you uh, you you pulled uh, pulled ahead. Well, I don't know, pulled ahead, but would you win another uh, like? Ten thousand dollars than I did. No, no, you won last week. Uh, oh, you're right. I did Hideki. Uh, yeah. Hideki. I actually thought. I mean, I was scared, man. I was afraid Hideki wasn't going to make the fucking cut. I thought he was like he was. Uh, he did not start out very well. Uh, I was like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. uh, he did great. That so, was good. That was a good pull. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bubba did okay. Was, Bubba like, was like a fourteen yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But Bubba, so Hideki two hundred and forty eight thousand and fifty dollars. Bubba Watson one hundred and thirty three thousand two hundred fifty dollars. Uh, so for this week, where are you hitting? Uh, I'm going. I'm going with a guy that's been on a hot streak lately. Um, we talked about him just a few minutes ago. He is not expensive this week, um, and he's not in our lineup. <laughs> he's not. I, know, I, I just looked at that, and I'm like, going, uh. <laughs> you, you want to trade somebody out? No, that's good. Uh, okay. I'm going with $8,100, 13.8% rejected ownership. He's 14th off the tee, 51st on approach, 51st in putting. Uh, T10 at last week, T6 at Pebble, Matthew Fitzpatrick. I like Ooh. He's on a roll, man. 
playing really good. And he likes tough courses. He does. I'm I'm not arguing with you on that one. Uh, So I'm torn here, man. I'm torn like an old sweater. (laughs) I'm torn. I'm torn like a cheap wrapper on a bourbon bottle is what I'm torn like, Dan. Half-assed. Uh, I, I don't know. I, you, you, you probably saw, I, yeah. I dropped him in there. Yeah. I dropped him in the, uh, dropped him in the thing and, and both, both are multiple time winners at, and they love the golf course. One we've seen a little bit of, and he's playing pretty good. The other one, I don't know what he's been up to. Maybe clearing his sinuses. <laughs> uh, it, but I'm thinking, where am I going to use one or the other at? That's right. That's what you got to think. And and I think I'm going to go with a hot streak here. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with. Uh, I, I could have just wrote the first name first name down because there's nobody else with that name. Uh, I'm going to go Bubba this week. All I'm, right. I'm going to take. I'm going to take a uh, uh, an uh, arrow out of your quiver <laughs> and see and just see. Can I actually make more money off of your last pick than you did? <laughs> I love it. This is a this is a duel, sir. I'll challenge you to a duel. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, who knows? We may have a miscut. We may. We have a, a four-time champion at, uh, at Riviera. I don't, I don't know. Mm. Uh, I, I hope they don't set everybody up with those uh, Genesis. I hear their uh, hear, hear the uh, steering's a little squirrely. Ooh, <laughs> it's a little squirrely. Uh, all right, so so it's, it's official. It's done. It's in the books. I'm surprised you didn't pick the gala. I mean, he could have been coming back with, uh, with a real. Uh, That's a tough one to come back from. Yeah. All those tears. He's got to be dehydrated. Doesn't he? I know. Yeah. That's a tough one to come back from. I, I think he's got great potential. I just think it's going to be a tough couple nah, weeks. For it's, 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 it's early. It's early. We've been talking early. about him for a while. We have. I know. We it, knew it, he was going to pop. Early. Yeah. It's early. Uh, all right. So uh, let's see. Super Bowl. What do you think about the Super Bowl? I thought it was uh, it was fun. Uh, you know, not my two favorite teams to watch play, but good time. Halftime show it's was be fun. A while before Miami makes it back, by the way. <sighs> I know. I know. Um, I think you could tell, especially like in the third quarter, it's like, hey, these aren't the best two best teams in the NFL right now. But, you know, but yeah, it was good. It was, it was fun. But, uh, now, I thought the defenses were fantastic. I, I, let me, I'll say that I was not disappointed. I, I thought that, um, I thought it was a good Super Bowl. It, I, I don't, I'm not going to say it was great, right. but I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought it was entertaining. Uh, I thought that, uh, I mean, the run games for both teams, absolutely pathetic, yeah. I, but, but does that say something for the front four of the, uh, you know, of the, uh, of the opposing teams? Maybe, um, I thought the, uh, you know, uh, MVP, MVP, uh, or I, I'm going to say MVPs of the Super Bowl were the referees. I didn't, I mean, there were a couple of calls that they yeah. kind of met that they kind of missed, but generally speaking, they let them play. Yeah. I thought that they actually, that both teams played pretty clean games and, and, and it wasn't a whistle contest. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I was most excited about is we actually got to watch football. We didn't have to go on with a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Of, good. You know, yeah. Oh, oh, this, that. Yeah. So it so moved. I, I, yeah. Yeah, it, it moved along. I thought it was good. Uh, so yeah, and, and I'm not disappointed by either. Uh, Burroughs probably disappointed by that last pass he threw that yeah. uh, that that inked the deal for uh, for the Rams. But I don't feel like anybody lost the game per se. Mm-mm. 
And I feel like it just came down to, uh, you know, little, little mistakes that, uh, and somebody won. I mean, I, I thought it was close all the way around and I thought it was, I thought it was a, a good competitive game. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and, um, let's see. We doing uh, a trade copyright infringement already. No, I'm placing my deed on the table. I'm going to take the Cardinals next year for the Super Bowl. Oh, mm. Mm. do you know well, why? It, uh, is Brady coming out of retirement? No, because oh, oh, the Super Bowl's in. Uh... <laughs> it was Tampa last year, L.A. this year, is it Arizona next year? Guess who's going to win, Cal? WWE yeah. style. <laughs> Back to Arizona, hey? Yeah. So uh, well, that's going to be a madhouse because, you know, it's always the same weekend as the Waste Management Open. It's actually a good point. Brings us back to full circle where we were earlier. Yeah. No, no. Uh, let's see. So a couple. Of, so uh, did you have a favorite commercial? I like the Mike Myers, uh, Austin Powers thing. Oh, yeah. that was good. Yeah. That was what, good. What about you? Yeah. Come on, man. Kingpin, baby. Oh, Kingpin was good, too. Kingpin was he good. He walks into the room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I, I think they could have set it up better. Who'd you, you had Peyton. You had mm -hmm. uh, Serena. Mm -hmm. You had you had Kepka. Kepka, and that's so, right. So I guess there's more coming to the Kepka because I only saw two of those commercials. You had the entry one, mm -hmm. and then you had Kepka at the bar ordering the Mick Ultra. Mm -hmm. So are, are, they, are they insinuating that Kepka is now is now a bigger sports star than Peyton Manning. Is that no, what they were insinuating? No, I don't think so. Because I because that ain't true. <laughs> hey, that shit ain't true. No, but I, I'd say he's probably. I would think he's probably a bigger ambassador for McLeod Ultra, though, right? I mean, no, he, he I promotes the crap seen, out of it. I, yeah, I've, no, Peyton's a bourbon guy. I mean, yeah. he ain't drinking no. I mean, yeah. he's drinking he's drinking Coors, and yeah. uh, he ain't drinking no damn McLeod Ultra. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, no, no, mine was definitely the Kingpin. I wonder how many people actually because Kingpin's. How old do you think Kingpin is? Like the movie nineties. 25, 20 years? Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm wondering how many people actually knew. And is that, uh, is it ELO? Is that who Electric Light, or Electric uh, I'm not Light sure. Orchestra? I think it's ELO. I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, like she blew into 96. the room. 96. Okay. Yeah. So we're, yeah. All right. So we're there. Yeah. I wonder how many people watching the Super Bowl, one, have ever heard that song, <laughs> and two, actually knew that was like a kingpin riff. I don't know. Uh, into but I thought that was a great commercial. I just thought everything, you know, when he's, he's like got the ball, he's like, he's oh, like yeah. blowing the kid. He's mm -hmm. like, he's totally Bill Murraying that all day long. Then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, except he didn't really look like he could have let the comb over grow out a little bit. So he could have done the or, or give him a fake one and let him work. <laughs> hey, he can do a comb over for sure. So he should he should have grown that shit out or at least put something on there. No, I, I thought it was good. Yeah, it was uh, a good time. A yeah, good time. So. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So did you watch the Righteous Gemstones yet? Not yet. Not yet. I got to. I need to do that. You got yeah. to get in. Yeah, I'm going to get on it. Yeah. I just didn't have time over the last week to do it. But yeah, it's, get, it's get on your, the list. Get your, get your Gideons out when you do, because oh. you may need to say something about it. Hey, oh, you, may need to, you may need to put a little hand on it when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a, little, a little awkward. A little awkward. It's, it's on my list. It's on my list. Yep. That's going right. to be good. Yeah. Uh, what else, man? No, I think we're good. I think I'm excited about it. this. Is, this is the big time. This is like, you know. 
this is this is a huge field. It's a, it's the real I, deal. I think I think Tiger is actually going to take this, and I know uh, I know TPC uh, the Players Championship wants to be the next major. I think Tiger's actually going to take the Genesis to the next major. Because think, think, I think he's I think that he's going to be able to coin this, and uh, it's going to be. Think about it. Think about this. Think about the Saudi league and all the things that are had Norman and all these people that are trying to do what they've done. Right. And it, you know, yeah, Greg's got his, uh, the shark's got his own line of clothing and all this stuff. Imagine if tiger Woods pulled a McMahon and said, I'm going to start my own mm. major. I'm going to start. Oh. I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I've, I've created a golf tournament. That's an invitational, which Augusta national is, was created as, and still is an invitational. The master's championship is an invitational golf tournament. That is a major. Hmm. And think about the beer cans and think about the, mm-hmm. right. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about, think, think, think about, yeah. The, you know, yeah. think about all that stuff that's happening. If Tiger Woods actually puts a stamp of approval on a historic course like Riviera Country Club and says, we're going to create, I'm going to, I'm going to be the, the new age, uh, the current life, Bobby Jones, and I'm going to create my own major and people are going to show up and play it. And they're going to, they already are. Don't get me wrong, but I want it to be accepted as a major. So now you're going to have five. Mm. That's a tough one to pull off, but yeah. I mean, who else could do it? Nobody else could do it. No. Who else could do it? Nobody else. Current, current, current state of golfers. Who else could do it? Nobody. Phil Mickelson. Any chance? No, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I mean, uh, Jack, but Jack hasn't tried to do it, but I think that's, that, that's, that's nost- not nostalgia, but that that's, um, I mean, that that's for just, it's rooted in, this is what it is. Yeah. It's, it would be like saying, well, we're going to have two Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to get interesting though. That's for sure. You think he's going to go down that road? He might. You might. I'm excited to see who talks about this uh, after uh, next week <laughs> to see to see what other podcasts start talking about Tiger creating. I haven't heard this take yet. I haven't heard it, <laughs> but I'm excited to see who takes the take. Well, they already of, say that Riviera is a like a major style. Like it could, it's got that kind of like playability. I, total, I totally agree that it does, but I haven't heard anybody. I've heard a lot of people talk about the Players Championship being the major. Yeah. Being a, being the fifth major, I don't really hear people talking about uh, the LA Open being a major championship. And I just want to go on the record, and we got to go here in a minute. I know we do. That we believe the WM Open should be the fifth major. <laughs> <laughs> I almost made you spill it. Get out of here! <laughs> uh, good stuff. Right. Right. Happy betting. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.